and the mouse keep running, running, and 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 welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 348, which I hope is the start of a new era, because I'm going to be joined by my man, Jason, who I did end up talking about joining me this week on the podcast. Unfortunately, it is a day later than we were planning because he ended up having a bit of a problem with a tree falling in a storm and losing power. But instead of me, Recording by myself, I figured, what the hey, let's wait another day till the power comes back on and do this because I do like to talk to other people about comics, not just have me droning on and on. And Jason is an awesome guy and a big comic book fan and pretty much in my mind fancies up the podcast the minute that he gets involved here. I just want to point out he is an avid bird watcher. That is fancy stuff right there. But before we go off to hear me and Jason talk about both the new Daredevil and Moon Knight book, let me remind you to go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science to get a ton of other shows, a lot of exclusive shows over there at the Patreon, including what is Pretty much the same amount of books on the Patreon spotlight this week because the two books picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew, beep boop, were this week's Amazing Spider-Man with I talked to Clay about and then talked Black Widow with my man Jason. We ended up doing that as well in a couple weeks here at Marvel where not a ton of books coming out, at least books that we're reading and reviewing. So if you want to double your pleasure, not with double mint gum, but with us over the Patreon again, go to patreon.com slash weird science. And with all that said and done next week, we'll get back to the badass roll call, all that stuff. I want to get this out. It's already late in the evening on Friday when I wanted to get stuff out on Thursday. So we'll get back to that next week. We'll get a full out deal. And with Jason joining me, and having a schedule, I am going to try to say that we will have this show out every Thursday night. That is what I want to get back to, having it on the same night every week, every week. No timeouts, nothing like that, no delays. So I think that that will be able to happen with me and Jason doing a bunch of the books and maybe even adding some more books to the whole fold of things. But you'll see what I'm talking about because I like when I ended up talking to somebody new that has different opinions and different things going in where me and him are going to now talk about Daredevil and Moon Knight. I hope you enjoyed. I hope that you're excited as I am to go forward with Jason on the podcast. So here we go right about now. All right. And we're going to start with Daredevil. And I say we because Jason is joining me here for this podcast. Uh, Jason, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I don't even know how to introduce people very well. And yeah, Jason has been kind enough to agree to do the podcast. And I hope that he cracks the whip so that I can get things done Ooh. on time now and, you know, get things more of a deal. <laughs> oh, and I was the one who delayed things this week because we were supposed to do this earlier, but we had a tree fall down the nor'easter and knock out our power for a day and a half. So, And I, I thought the idea, no I'm like, is he just trying to avoid me? That's what I because that's how I always think. But then I'm like, no. And then I thought, you know, if you could join me, I'd rather have you just start off. We'll we'll delay this a day. That's nothing new for this. Like I said, I really want to get more of a steady schedule for the podcast because that's you know what you try to do so people know what to do, and also having you know more of a, a steady type of deal with you know the the voices on it. We're not gonna get rid of uh. B- Brandon. Well, Brandon himself, he <laughs> he kind of just sits up there drunk. He he ends up and he messages me all the time. Any good books this week? And then I tell him, and he goes, "That sounds ridiculous." 
And also Clay, <laughs> obviously Clay will be with us as well But we'll go through a bunch of books Get a more steady well, feel going on Happy so to be part be cool. of the crew Yeah, that's awesome So we're going to start here with two books that are pretty beloved I mean, you end up having Daredevil and Moon Knight Daredevil kind of finishing its run But not, I mean, when you ended up having that Substack stuff hit Everybody was freaking out when they said, oh, Chip Zdarsky, Substack, and then it looked like Daredevil was ending. People got all upset, but he did say right away. It's it's just for the event. Yeah, right? yeah. Don't be that upset. We're going to end up doing a thing, and then pretty much it seems that Marvel and a lot of fans really love the idea of Elektra being Daredevil. So that kind of Yeah, I think the, the sales on that issue really convinced Marvel to do do more with her in the costume. And you know what's funny is, and I guess it's not funny, because me and you both like this Daredevil book. Most people do. It doesn't sell well. It's weird. It's one of my favorite books in comics, and it's very consistent in my mind, but it never really was selling well until Electric came around. So like you said, it did convince them we got to do some things, and I think things changed behind the scenes of what might have been whatever. But with that said and done, they really want to get to that event, right? You you really want to end this. And it is ending this volume, it seems, to get to the event. And it's a little rushed. It's a lot a, of things to wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, where I commended Chip Zdarsky throughout the run because there are a ton of things happening. Always stories going on, this, that. Even stuff like Cole North, the detective Cole. Cole he, North. He, I love Cole. But at points, he'd disappear for a while. And then, but he'd always pop back up. So you have that. But when you're going to end things and you have, you know, a cloned bunch of bullseyes, Matt in jail, bull, Kingpin in love with Typhoid. There's a lot of stuff to tie up, even stuff like Izzy Libris. Yeah, we got a page about her today, too. It's not completely, you know, different, the feel, because you do jump back and forth between things. But things are ending very quickly in this. Yeah, one of Chip Zdarsky's real strengths has been keeping all these strands, these plot threads weaving back and forth in, in an exciting way, and it it doesn't feel like this was as as good as he's done it before. He kind of kind of all wraps it up fast. Yeah, it's kind of a shame when we have one last issue next month, and then we get to the event and stuff like that. Again, you're going to continue some things, but it's more of, okay, let's kind of get a lot of this extraneous stuff done so that we can gotta go get to those that. bullseyes out of the, exactly. out of the street bullseye. like all these bullseyes that's They're a gone. crazy deal right yeah they, are <laughs> they gone. were this huge thread like what are we gonna do about all these bullseyes oh, and, and oh really okay. the last two i i actually feel bad for it's so crazy but which i didn't think that really made so are we want to get into that plot point yet or well we lead up to let it? me get i'll give the okay. credits then we'll go okay, but we'll go. We'll i'm with there. you i didn't understand exactly what was going on there but but you end up having this being Daredevil number 35, Lockdown Part 5. Uh, it is written by Chip Starsky, art by Stefano Landini, with Francisco Mobley, colors by Marceo Menez, and letters all the way down the DC's Clayton Kells. Matt Murdock is incarcerated and serving time as his custom alter ego, Daredevil. Meanwhile, Electra has assumed the Daredevil mantle in Matt's steed, putting her on a collision course with the most notorious and dangerous enemy of both Daredevil's Wilson Fisk. I think that in the here and now, Bullseye's a little bit more of a deadly opponent, but formerly Kingpin of Crime, now mayor of New York City. Fisk's been busy with another role, cloning Daredevil's shadowy Bullseye, and the Bullseyes are loose, wreaking bloody havoc across New York City. Matt's fought his way out of prison, determined to stop the Bullseyes at any cost, while Electra has confronted the psychotic clones with the unexpected ally, Typhoid Mary. So this setup is, is crazy. And I saw some people, it's like, this one person I saw writing a review basically said that these bullseyes are the pandemic and this is a mm. vaccine. I'm like, uh, why are people yeah, they're jumping through hoops to find things? Sometimes a villain just a villain. Yeah, that's, I'm saying sometimes a villain's a villain. And when you get multiple bullseyes and you have to shut down the city, I understand. This guy's insane and he's even more over the top insane. Pretty much at one point takes off his mask and says, yeah, me noggin isn't right here. But. You end up having all these bullseyes. I'll tell you, the art at points got a little confusing for me in these yeah. fight scenes. I had to read it twice to get the gist of a lot of this. I will say that. Now, our uh, our Marco Cicchetto, who was our usual artist here, is sets a high standard. He's one of the top, top, top artists, and this is not quite there. Some of the faces are more like implied than really detailed. 
Uh, the backgrounds mostly look great. I like the city backgrounds, but the the faces and things like a photorealistic mm. style kind of thing at points and stuff yeah. like that. And I do like it almost like a newsprint deal that I do like. Now, mm-hmm. I did see another review that was it was just a user review that was so pissed because they ended up buying this, not really looking at it, but seeing the Marco Cacetto cover and going, oh, oh right. And then opening up oh, no. a switch. Yeah. Yeah. And they were a little upset about that. But you have to look at the stats. But I wonder if I guess Marco's probably getting all set for the event. He probably has lots of books to, to yeah. get through. Oh, that. yeah. And I, I think that. You know, Marco, like like he and I hang yeah, out. Yeah, you and Marco. How is yeah. how is Marco <laughs> Mr. doing, <laughs> Mister Chichetto? <laughs> Marco, uh, and that's something that happens a lot. And again, you're wrapping this up. You could, I guess, that Chip Zdarsky he he cares about this. I mean, he wouldn't, but it's what's more important, and that event's more important. So we're gonna tie some things, and yeah, some of the things I had to like. Well, what happened there? I mean, at one point. You even have this setup where Typhoid Mary, she's blowing up everything. She's trying to do her thing. And then one of the bullseyes comes and says, hey, there's another bullseye out there. And when we find out later, it's that he's hinting Wilson is in trouble. Fisk is about to have a bullseye go. So that gets her out of the fight. But I was confused at first. The one thing that made me laugh, though, is Electra's fighting. And, you know, she's there. Okay, I'm fighting the bullseyes. Me and Typhoid Mary, I'll rely on her. At one point, you just have three bullseyes just run off. And Electra's standing there stupefied. And I had to read that a couple times, yeah. There's one point where it looks like a word bubble is coming from nobody. And I had to go back and say what, who, what was going on there. But that's, I think that's bullseye, one of the bullseyes taunting the daredevils, saying, oh, it looks like two of my targets are missing. Like it's them saying that. Yeah, that was that took me a couple Because it's couple weird go-throughs. because you have – I don't know why people would be there right there watching. Then, you know, you end up having Electra yells, run, get out of here. I was even confused at the progression of that because I didn't even know there were people like that. And then you just see random people running. Then you're like, okay, they weren't watching. They were prisoners. They were kept. And I got confused when they did say, like you said, oh, two of my targets are missing. At first, I'm going through. I'm like, what is going on now? Again, second read through. And even then, I'm sure people got it. Two of the people were captured. And you have these, I'm telling you, these three bullseyes run off. I think two of my targets, I think that's referring to two other bullseyes. Maybe. I I don't think it's the two hostages. See, that's the weird thing. I think it's the two bullseyes. When she says run and these normal people run off and then he says, oh, it looks like two of my targets are gas missing. And she says, damn it. He squirreled away more hostages. I, I was confused. And there are, and it could be because here's the and thing. He's had these hostages for a while because he's had time to get costumes and paint sets. And on the marquee there, it's they put up a, a title says "Psy Crimes," which I guess is referring to Electra's weapon, the story of two beautiful assassins. And I was trying to think: is there is there a musical this is referring to? Is this a joke I'm not getting? And and the weird I'm deal is something. the and I'm with you. And this is the thing. They go off, and like you said, there's two bullseyes in this. They're with the real bullseyes, so there's three, but two clones, and then these two, you know, captives, whatever. And then I go, and I'm, I'm, I'm. Sent- at, at this point, we don't know that there's one real and two clones. All we just we just see multiple bullseyes. I'm sitting there reading this, and I'm like, psy crimes. Okay, uh, could there be the idea that we're playing the idea that bullseyes a moron? He thinks it's say crime, but that doesn't. I'm, I don't like psy crimes and misdemeanors. I'm like, yeah, what's what the what's the joke here? There's so, there's got to be something. I mean, Chip Jodorowsky is a funny guy. Yeah, it felt weird, right? Sometimes. And yeah, yeah. really, I, I I actually spent too much time on that, <laughs> thinking of what it might be. But they, she goes in, and even I like the story of two beautiful assassins because one is him. But they they go, she goes in, and like you said, it is playing off on the weapon, and she goes in, and there's Bullseye, which we will find out right now that this is true Bullseye. Who ends up mm-hmm. having the scar and things like that that a clone might not now, have. Do so. we know where that scar came from? Was that from Electra? I guess that's from Electra. But the weird I don't know if there's a famous story where Bullseye got a scar. And there's a remember. weird play here where it's funny because he has the side one, but is she also talking about the front one that he dug in because would a clone have that? Because you oh. would be born without that. But I would assume that any clone of Bullseye would immediately do that anyway just boom dig it it was weird there's a weird progression because even at the point you see 
the side being into a gut. Like everything progresses in a very odd way where they do have a guy in a bullseye costume and a girl in a Electra deal, and they're going to reenact the killing mm-hmm. of Electra. This is the whole deal. It never really comes about, luckily for them. Um, but you have Bullseye's like, oh, and then out of nowhere, they start talking and Bullseye really just throws it out there. I can pretty much mind control all the clones. I can make them do whatever I want. They have to listen to my commands. I, I didn't get that before. I, I thought that no, that, that was that seems odd. made up for this issue. That was not hinted at in the slightest. We just had multiple bullseye. So what happens, the progression of this, is you end up having Tony Stark has given Bullseye, the, even says like Bullseye, ha, or not Bullseye, I'm sorry, Daredevil, and says, you know, the scar shows he's the original, good to know, the better, this better works, Stark, and then says he designed this tech for Matthew without knowing he's blind, but yet it seems to be connected to the size that seem, I just, I think that's weird. coming from the mask, like the, the eyes and the mask, which again, super convenient that Tony Stark designed the thing for a guy who could see, but it was Daredevil, but now it's Elektra. And I, I do really like the art in those panels of the, the Iron Man tech. That's, I think, really cool. It looks black and white, x-ray-ish. It's, it's a weird but thermal. Yeah, it, yeah, it looks great. And it's weird because then she says, now I can but see. But can you, can you imagine when Tony gave this to Matt? And Tony's like, here, I got this great technology for you. And Matt puts it on and says, <laughs> yeah. what technology? Yeah, he's like, what, what are you talking, are you talking about? Uh, you know that he's like, this is great, Tony. Thank you so much. This is great for my eyes, which work so well. Yeah. This is perfect for me. You know me. Yeah, and it's weird. She <laughs> uses this to and says, you know, you have all this, everything someone would need when operating in the shadows. Now, yeah, she can see through floors and things like that, but you're not totally in the shadows at this point. The sides are uh, giving off electric. I was really, I'm telling you, I was really I don't know off what that with is. this. I, I just. Yeah, that, that scene where they, she crosses the sides and you've got a urkum and some some special effects. I don't know. Now we're going to. What that We're going to start forcing things to an end here. And she ends up throwing the sides to take down these other two bullseyes so she can go after the true bullseye and ends up hitting him you know tackling him pretty much with that and yeah they're gonna have this fight they're gonna go off with it now with all and of that i don't you noticed hostage lady helps yeah, out and she kind of shoulder shoulder checks the real bullseye and isn't it it's such a subtle thing though and then at the end the only reason i know what you're saying is because at the end they both thank each other they thank each other right what the hell did she do and then i went back oh okay and she does yeah, that's, she that's ends nice. up saving her i mean bullseye doesn't miss Unless you have fake Electra, you know, give you the shoulder. And it's true, and it works. And then it was weird, too, because a lot of people have been complaining about this arc with Bullseye that he hasn't been very um, imaginative with the idea that anything can be a weapon in his hand. He's been a lot Mm -hmm. of guns. Now he has a knife or whatever. But it's fine. That's what's there. And, And he's going for it with this. But this whole deal where all of a sudden... You have Electra. I there hasn't been many more forced things than this. It's so over the top. Oh my gosh. Where Electra just says, and a lot of times you'll have this, okay, I'm gonna play on the ego of a villain, but you have to have a progression of not just, oh man, you, you bullseye, you think that you can kill this is me. one page <laughs> like from the idea of it That's what I'm to saying. her taunting him to he says, Hey bullseyes, kill each other. And they turn the page and they're dead. It, the, the whole multiple bullseye threat is over. We've had multiple issues and, and How three crazy panels. How is that? She says, "I mean, like you yeah. said, one page." She says, "Huh? I think I'm going to work on his ego." Hey, bullseye, you can't kill me by yourself. You have to make clones of yourself. Oh yeah, kill yourself. You two dead, done. I mean, why would the clones do that? They didn't set up at all that there was subservient bullseyes and main bullseye this is all in this one issue and even like you had them going around doing all this stuff around the city yes at a point i think chip zadarsky is trying to play the idea you had one bullseye which probably was the true bullseye right say hey you guys you go down to eighth and chew and shoot somebody in the face that is not Mm -hmm. mind control that's just saying hey bullseyes go have fun down there it never felt like it was that sort of thing. I mean, and I guess it was the main one who had that that 
hallucinatory vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's just so over the. I'm surprised now that they didn't have the idea of full out. Oh my god, we all feel the same. Thing. It just was very wonky to end it. And I actually sat there. I'm like, oh my god, those are the last two that that just ended that. And yeah, it was a cool well, threat. It's not but quite the last well, two. that's true. Because you do see another one that's going to have to be taken mm-hmm. care of. You're right, too, because then you go to Wilson Fisk. And if anything, it's funny, too, because this Daredevil run, most people are talking about Matt, obviously, Electra, the big deal. It's been such a good Wilson Fisk deal, it right? Really it's has. been yeah. really like his he's development. He's been clearly a villain, but you, you don't really sympathize with him, but you know where he's coming yeah, from. Yeah, it's a weird thing to nice. see a villain that you're used to being like, in control of everything And when you saw when he wasn't you, Like you said you didn't sympathize with him But you kind of like oh man Like that sucks for him Like That, he's that not was used my to favorite it. part of this run Was early on where he lost control And he killed a guy and had to clean it all up That was fantastic yeah, That was so good And the, the Strom wins and all that stuff going on Was the highlight for me as well In my mind I still do like this book a lot once Matt actually did go to jail, it gives you a lecture, which I have enjoyed. But Matt kind of, you know, got pushed aside with that. And my favorite is when you had more of the, you know, Wilson realizing I'm no longer the kingpin. I'm no longer feared like I was and, and starting to really, you know, that get to him. But I like even this. He calls Izzy and, you know, basically says, watch your back. I kind of care about you. You actually have had my back. So you're one of the few mm. that haven't turned on me. You know, you're not like Owsley, that guy. Holy moly. But you end up with him saying, watch out what's going on. Watch out for that butch. And that seems like that might never have anything come from it, right? The idea that he says this, this might be the closing door on that whole deal of his illegitimate son. Mm. I mean, I want to see... More of that, Mike. It's got to go back somehow because, yeah, we have the the magic, <laughs> yeah, yeah, brother you Mike, know, fake yeah, Matt, yeah, fake Matt. I have a feeling they're just going to came end out up... of the magic stone yeah. and made himself real in that amazing. Annual. Yeah, I loved it. That was my other favorite yeah, that part is, of this that run. Was, of that annual. A lot of people didn't like that, and I loved the idea that that fake persona had become real and now becomes full out real. I have a feeling that Butch is just going to get shot. I, I think Butch might go down like the bullseyes. I don't know. We have that one more well, issue. Maybe we'll but put him on hold for this uh, this event and then get back to some I'm of the I'm hoping that you end up seeing Butch and Mike. they got to get out of town and we'll just leave them aside. But as, as Fisk is talking... You see that other, like you said, another bullseye show up, and that was right. the one. Ironically, as he says, keep your eyes open, <laughs> make sure, you know, people will come for you. And then we see a little evil smiling bullseye yeah. in the background. And it was the one that, you know, was hinted at. You know, There's another bullseye out there, and that's where Typhoid Mary that's went off. That's So you right. see her. So it all does tie together. Yeah, and, and that part it, it's cool enough, right? I mean, you have that, and we'll just go with that whole thread. Mary saves Fisk. She shows up, almost dies, mm-hmm. and he ends up saving. Yeah, the art confused me there because it sure looks like she has she's fallen so out far the window, away, right? And she's b- below Fisk's feet, and he's a big dude. And somehow he manages to reach down and grab her hand. After I'm thinking she is. Gone. I thought so too. Then when you look, it's it's a weird perspective, and it looks like the angle is off. That maybe they're saying she grabbed on, but she's not even at the ledge to grab. Right, if she's falling, it's not like she jumped up and she's now coming. It looked. I, I thought she was dead, and really with that, I could go with the idea. Okay, Mary dies. We got Kingpin back because he's going to go berserk. And that's what I thought was happening. I thought that this would be. And again, Mary probably wouldn't be dead, but we think she is. (laughs) But but the chip went the other direction. Yeah, he did. He saved it. Like, (laughs) will you? (laughs) You thought he was going to zig, but you (laughs) zagged. Zagged right to a wedding because Wilson Fisk almost (laughs) asked. It's funny. He's like, Mary, will you? And then she goes, yes, I'll marry you. And we don't get the next panel that he's like, what are you talking about? I was (laughs) I was going to ask it and warm up my car exactly. for me. Thought, Will you be my bodyguard? Marry, like, marry me. me. What are you talking about? I'm You're a... crazy. But he, he does Still pining for my lost uh, family. Yes, yeah. I, you know that I've done a lot of things to try to get back my dead wife. And, I, you know, this is a little. <laughs> but you end up where that is. 
it, it's it's kind of it's not forced with him because of this progression and stuff. But we have seen that they're building a relationship. They care for each other. That that has been in the book for a couple issues. Yeah, more and than a couple issues. That I mean, you're you're the kingpin. Your life is, you know, you got a weird life expectancy when you're a guy like that, a super villain, even mayor of New York. And he mm-hmm. has had a lot of stuff go. So I think that, yeah, I mean, he wants to do this before it's too late, especially she almost she should have died. I don't know how she levitated back up to him. But you you go with, <laughs> well, that's magic. So I guess I'll ask you. But it, it's like we said, we really like the Fisk stuff. So that to me didn't feel forced like some of the other stuff because. We also have the idea of what do we do with Matt? Well, so all this is going on, and we haven't had any Matt. Because we haven't seen Matt the whole issue. And so we go and... This has been the uh, Electra Daredevil. Electra goes and chases, you know, Bullseye again, trying to get him, and ends up avoiding... This is the one Bullseye... Who told the others to kill each other and then he ran off. So it's it's the real that At real the bullseye. last second decided since there's no confusion and I'm that guy, I'm gonna put my mask back on and go out because I wanna keep my brand goes out. And yeah, you have it where it looks like, oh no, he's gonna shoot her. Again, I really thought the play here would be to have him almost run her through again like he did before, but he's gonna shoot her. And Matt comes out of nowhere. Prison Matt. Well, first Bullseye goes for this. He's not just going to shoot her directly. He has to show off a little bit. So it ricochets. He ricochets off a lamp, off a hubcap, and then it's going to hit Electra. But she has followed the ping, 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 and she ricochets it back to exactly. his knee. Exactly. He's doing trick shot. She's Darth Vader. And then it, it hits him in the <laughs> knee. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, even then, though, that shot in the knee really... He's pretty bad, but he doesn't really react much after that. He's just like, I'm going to kill you now. And that's when prison Matt comes <laughs> out. Right? Turn out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> out of nowhere. He just clocks him. Yeah. Sun's out, guns yeah, out, I Matt. Mean, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, really, gun show is in town. And it looks pretty good, right? And he's <laughs> there. Now he's going to beat Bullseye to a pulp. Again, though, this progression is forced. The idea, trick shot. No, I got you back. Matt comes out, punches all in eight panels and matt's matt's gonna kill and here's the idea of who's grown a little who's pissed off whatnot because it's now electra trying to stop matt from killing somebody maybe matt's still on that prison drug the recid even though he claims later that he isn't but i think he still has Mm -hmm. some of the things going on but it's nice to see electra actually stopping matt one time yeah that was a nice panel even then where you know He's like, what's going on? What are you doing? Electra, you? And like, oh my God, now here's the big thing. That was the deal. She wanted to be more like Matt and save Hell's Kitchen, all that. But it was a lot of it to impress Matt. So when Matt finds out, he'll kind of go along with that dream nightmare sequence that she had with the hand and stick and all that stuff, which I'm assuming. Oh, right. We haven't, we haven't heard I'm about that. I'm assuming maybe time. that's what Devil's Reign even is. I don't know really. But, but we're, we're getting an Electra as Daredevil yeah, book for yeah, a while, yeah. aren't we? So, so maybe, maybe that'll yeah, be what that so is. We'll see how that is. But yeah, all this was her. Remember, she made sure that the Stromwinds couldn't buy out the building. She did that. But then she felt, I really, because then remember, Matt was. He was so wishy-washy with everything, like, hey, if, if everything's taken care of, I'll be good, but then he isn't, then he is, and then he's going to prison. We had that Willie or Woney, and he does, but now Electra's gone through all this to impress him, and she stops him maybe from killing Bullseye, which probably would send him back to jail in his mind. But even this, that I, I was confused here because of the art, and I love the background of this, but when you end up Matt's there, out of nowhere, clocking Bullseye. Then you have, hey, right. you need help. You know, you're having problems here, Matt. And then off panel, um, gang, we've got company. And I did not get that this was Kirsten. I thought that, I, I don't know. At one point, I thought it might have been Bucky. At, I, I, like this um, gang. And then that. Yeah, it took me a minute because we see the person saying this in a very small part of a very small panel. It's, it's a woman in, in a suit. But even on the next page, we don't see her again. So we never get confirmation until like a couple pages later. Of and who only this was. that he says, Kirsten, you didn't want to say. But it's weird. Now, with that, seriously, and I say I thought it was Bucky. I'm wrong. When I actually I'm looking at it again, I thought it was Kate Bishop because of the purple. And, mm, it has kind and of she look. had yeah. just left to go to New York City. 
And I'm like, when did this happen? Like, oh my, but it's Kirsten who just like comes walking. I do like the background, that city background though, but you, you, a lot of these yeah. things, you got to be a little more specific of what's happening, especially in an issue where you're trying to tie things up in a crazy forced way, but the police have shown up and we even had Fisk talking about the idea of police heading downtown, things like that. And there is Matt Murdock known murder in jail he's broken well, out he was yeah. convicted he just broke out of prison so it's not even like he's a suspect he they're gonna convicted. go and try to take him down the police seeing him that he's gonna be taken down and that's where i'm like yeah and all along matt would normally be all right you know yeah take me back whatever and then conveniently out of absolutely I, nowhere, nowhere at all nowhere we get a little word bubble in yellow in the corner. Excuse me, officer. And we turn the page and we see Tony Stark and Spider-Man and the entire Fantastic Four. The, the Fantastic Cars. I mean, everybody is there. Now, remember, at the point, Spider-Man was showing up telling Matt, you got to stop this. You're over right. the top. That kind of. We had some connections. Yeah, and then you even had, hey, are you really going to jail? Whatever. Now, this is the thing. This is. It, was it? foreshadowing before at the last second to have oh my god tony made that tech for matt to just to know that they have a connection for when he comes in because this is out of nowhere where he hey officer can i be of assistance oh you mean that convicted murder yeah, this is in in case of sudden event <laughs> break glass and here come like half of the Avengers and Seriously, the Fantastic Four. I mean, you might, okay, where are not? the X Men? I mean, they might as well. They're coming <laughs> through the Krakoa portals. Hey, everybody! And again, is this this is like the nice moment to show how loved I guess Matt is by the superhero community. But really, Tony Stark and Spider Man even are saying, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Uh, that convicted murderer. Yeah, he he shouldn't mm -hmm. go back to jail. That that's not how things work. And we've right? got a we've got a cop, and we know the cop's a bad guy because he has the worst oh, yeah. mustache the worst. I've seen the in a long worst time. Worst mustache. It's it is bad. And but again, is he? He has bad facial hair. He's right. I mean, he's saying this is oh, a, of course a he's right. Murder. This isn't like the trial was set to go. This guy, he's he, he <laughs> pled. He, could, he admitted uh, also, it. Also, just think of the idea. Convicted murder, who also just recently, as far as we know, started a prison. Took over an entire Ryan prison. Took over the prison. He was on top of a burning yeah, throne. Burning throne of chairs. Of, uh, right? That should be something you should get arrested for again. That's got to be a crime. Yeah. It was a crime to my eyes and, and physics. Get the interior I mean, decorated. Seriously. Yeah. So this guy's like, listen, this murderer who also just overtook a prison. We, we got to take him back to jail. No. You, you don't get it. Like he was undercover for the FBI and he showed that there was a bunch of, you know, deaths and things being led. And even. Oh, OK, maybe that can be a thing, but the police don't get to decide that. Right. We're not. No, judged right I here. think the policeman's like, well, I guess you're going to have to bring that up as next parole meeting. I don't know. But th this isn't what we do here. And it's just shoved aside. Finally. The thing, Ben Grimm is the only one who's talking any sense. Voice yeah, of reason. I mean, seriously, goes, I think this might cause some trouble later. Yeah, I think so. I think that this, like, is this the start of Civil War Three, where we end up where the. And it's not quite resolved. You never see the cops say, well, okay, if you say so, Reed and, and Richards. all these other cops, they're not saying they're just anything. Stop. They're leaving mustache guy to be the big deal. Like, this guy. Including the one, is that a, what is that gun the guy's holding? It's like a smoke grenade gun or a rubber bullet? Is that Maybe. what a rubber bullet gun? Everybody's I don't know. pointing things at Spider-Man. And then <laughs> the, weird, the weird play of when Ben ends up and you see the flag behind him. He's like, oh, stretch, I got to say, he's talking, obviously, to Reed. Feels like we're all mm -hmm. on the edge of a cliff. And I'm like, yeah, you, you can't do this. This is weird. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I'm very, I'd be very glad to not see Matt go back to prison because I was not a fan of that. I don't like that trope ever. We see it all the time. We saw like an arrow on the CW where the hero goes to prison. And I want to see the hero doing hero things, right? I don't want to see him brooding. Oh, I did a bad thing. I have to be punished. That's. I don't want to it was a nice book. enough thing to get that. And I said at one point when we were even having the Tom King Batman, and then this was a more human type story with Daredevil. But at the last second, you don't send them to prison. Something happens, whatever. But with this. But that was, they needed to do that so they could have Elektra in the costume. And 
I guess it worked, it worked out, out well. well. So here's what we're going to get. This is me with the crystal ball. We have two okay. options, maybe both combined in that. Fisk pardons him because he's in a great mood right now. He's getting married, the love of his life. He sends out a pardon. Right. It, it's almost like the, the Godfather. Exactly. His, uh, and whether or not it makes yeah. any sense legally, it's comic book sense. He either pardons him or just the next issue you see because, again, we've seen nothing of Foggy. We've seen him a couple times. He's been mad about Matt making decisions, whatever, that we find mm-hmm. out that Kirsten now and Foggy had been working up this whole deal. And because of the FBI we deal, get a sudden ruling boom, from some judge done, and they come out. I, I think it might be a combo of I'd, both. I'd be yeah, okay yeah, with I that. think that because, again, you'll make Foggy, you know, the, the hero then as well. Like I was working so hard. Matt will actually be able to, you know, give him a hug and stuff like that and kind of finish up that stuff with that. And remember Kirsten and him, all this stuff. All plays into everything And uh, yeah And then we get And it's nice enough then After And it's so wonky I mean you might as well Just put on the cover Or the recap Listen I know this is going to be real force But we have to tie some things up We're ending this And going to an event Everybody Hey you like Electra's Daredevil We'll get more of that going on Matt will be out of prison Let's just make it work It it ends up being a little crazy though To have just you know, these big superheroes saying, okay, that guy gets out of jail free and, and this whole FBI thing, even that kind of got pushed with the, you know, recent, the anger drug stuff like that, where now it's just like, Hey, the warden was killing people. All right, let's just go with that. We'll go with the whole deal and get out of there. But even so with all of that said and done, I still like this issue. I still like the series. I love this series. This will be a series that I end up you know, recommending to people probably for years now because I really do enjoy it. I I love the series. This issue had a lot of conveniences, a lot of coincidences. I mean, you can one or one you can handle an issue, but this had <laughs> like the Iron Man tech. It had the bullseye shooting each other. It had the superheroes out of nowhere. It had the lawyer out of nowhere. Yeah. So the the, the plot was a now a with that sketchy. we have that last issue and maybe. But then again, you still have Butch, you still have Mike, so they're going to have to do something with that. But that doesn't necessarily have to be forced in. Maybe what we're going to get is the next issue will be like, okay, thank God we got all that out of the way because this is a really great issue. I'm saying this is a down issue for the deal. I still liked it enough, and I'm glad we're going somewhere it just could have been for this whole long deal. And and another thing, Chip Zdarsky these didn't feel like arcs that he did. This is a long form story. So it even makes For it sure. even that much of a, a shame that you have to end rushing it to an ending because of that. Um, I'm still going to go. I, I know I'm going to be a little more positive than you, I think, <laughs> but I'm going to go seven, five. I think the art was off, but I still like this book and that's a down issue for me. Uh, what would you give it? I think I got to go okay. six eight. I figured that you would be it's down. It's just from- this, yeah. So many. I I like where it ended up. I like what it accomplished. I didn't really like how we got there. It's like the destination, not the journey. That this issue, because the journey was very wonky, took a lot of left turns in Albuquerque. Uh, it was really crazy. But I I even like like the end with this. We'll see whatever happens with that or whatnot. Yeah, I wonder if we'll get a, a big wedding issue like we had the the, the wedding of, of yeah, Reed and yeah, Sue. Yeah, I don't think it'll be as – like, it's funny. We <laughs> just had the wedding of Doctor Doom and the Fantastic Four book that didn't mm-hmm, get these mm-hmm. weddings at Marvel never go right. So we'll see how that works out. This one could work, though. I I have uh, hopes for these two kids. These, these, these two kids crazy kids could make it could work. Make it work. I think yeah. they could. Uh, the pyrokinetic <laughs> so crazy, crazy lady and the – Giant, monstrous, corrupt politician? What, and really, what could go I wrong? mean, he can defy the laws of physics and she can fly, it seems, and teleport. Did you know that she had pyrokinesis, by the way? I had to look that up because at, at the beginning, when she sets things on fire to distract the bullseyes, burn, 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 I had to look up, what are her powers again? And oh, apparently yeah, she Yeah, and that's fire. crazy I because that. I, I don't know a ton about Typhoid Mary. And when I was thinking, I'm like, did she set some bombs? And there's a timer, and like it all played out. But that's pretty cool to have that. That's a pretty cool shout-out. Yeah. Well, we're going to go to the next book. And this book is the bell of the ball for people. This Moon Knight book, first off, that first issue, holy moly, it sold like 280,000 copies, or at least shipped. But a lot of people love this. I see a lot of people this week where this issue had convinced them finally to put it on their pull list. I like it enough. I don't think I'm the biggest fan of it, though. 
I've been liking it more than you have. In fact, I've been talking back to you during your podcast on this, and now you can actually hear me when I say it, so it'll be... I look slightly less crazy. That's, yeah, really. The people around you now will be okay. With, uh, and even in the Slack, <laughs> you have mentioned a couple of times that you liked it more than me. And I've been pretty positive, uh, but not as positive as well. We'll see. And it is Moon Knight number four, written by Jed McKay, art by Alessandro Cappuccio, colors by Rachel Rosenberg, and letters by VCs Corey Petit. It's called Blackmail. Mark Spector continues to run his Midnight Mission in New York City, providing aid to his neighbors as Moon Knight. Spectre has also been undergoing therapy with Dr. Andrea Sturman and gained an assistant, Reese, who is struggling to contain her newly acquired vampirism, which I get to Born use this thing. All right. I'm always happy to do that. Hunter's Moon, a disciple still loyal to the moon god, Kanchu, attacked Moon Knight for his perceived disloyalties, including fraternizing with vampires. I'm not going to hit it again. The two engaged in a brutal battle during the Hunter's Moon, threatened the safety of Moon Knight's new friends and neighbors. Moon Knight defeated Hunter's Moon and allowed him to live, but also warned him to never return, lest he suffer the consequences. Meanwhile, another hidden foe has been watching Moon Knight the from consequences. the... That is good. I like that. There, are, there will be consequences. Here's the thing, and one thing I want to mention, because of the idea you're just joining me here today for the first time. Me and you really did like that black cat, the first part of Jed McKay's run. Oh, that was, I was fantastic. When yeah. we would be in the slide, it was me and you leading the charge, going with the idea of how good it was. And I'm not an, I'm not a longtime black cat fan. It's not like it was my favorite character. I just liked the I way liked the writing was. I that as well. And just to say why I'm bringing that up is I get that kind of vibe a bit in this book, especially with Tiger showing yeah. up and getting that team. And with the the pacing where we have like a series of one shots, but with a linkage in and the background. And that's a Moon Knight thing. They've done that before with Moon Knight. I'm not the biggest, and again, I'm going over the hurdle of never really following Moon Knight, not being a Moon Knight fan. And normally, this is why I do like Jed McKay. Now, when Black Cat came back, it got commandeered by every other book and event. And it, it's, it got rid of the – Yeah, it, it, it really lost, lost the, the charm. charm. And the charm was the side characters, you know, in that uh, Dr. Corpse and, and Bruno. And kind of the smallness, right? Because she's just a, a thief. She steals things. She and has then heist. all of a sudden – and then she went all <laughs> cosmic, cosmic and I magical. Mean, and what? People What's are still enjoying here? it now, and it's still, a, but that's going to end soon as well. But when you have that going, I think that Jeb McKay is hitting a thing with people that instead of trying to be Mr. Fancy Pants with, with the Moon Knight, mm-hmm. it is all about a fun team ups here, one shots there. Yeah, you end up having Sweaty Janitor as one of the guys. But now that I'm stepping back and getting to this fourth <laughs> issue, even. It's more fun than fancy, and I like that. It plays off as more of an action, you know, TV show or movie than a real deep, even with the idea that he's going to therapy, he's working on his disassociation. This is not going to be a giant crossover event kind of book, I hope. This is all about the his, his little corner of And I of will the admit, city. again, I said people love this book. I'm not that yet, but it is building and building, and you're getting a team. He said on Twitter that Tigra will remain in the book, so that's oh, a cool okay. thing with their West Coast Avengers connection like that. And even, you know, Reese, the vampire, it's cool, and uses her in here in a cool play of, you know, Tigra adds a, a nice dimension because she knows Mark previously, and she can joke around with him in ways that no one else in the book does. So, and that's really what I like about up. it. Again, instead of trying to get full out dark and moody, which you would, and also fancy, this is more of a you know even in this like a buddy, not a buddy cop, but a buddy detective sort of thing. And she does lighten the mood. Yeah, a little almost like yeah, a little heroes for hire. And it also kind of gives setup. that thing for Reese to like too. Like, oh man, I want to work for her. It's a really good dynamic, and it's starting mm-hmm. to remind me of the black cat that we like, where it was sometimes where it's not just about the heist; it was about the interactions the team the, team. the fun yeah, of it and having people trust each other that weird family for people who don't really have a great family i really like the play i really do i can see why people do love it again i still need a couple more issues to say that it's the greatest thing ever but when you start out the issue and you have echo and the bunnyman being the ringtone and alarm <laughs> for mark that yeah yeah 
I've been playing that song this week after I looked it up. That like, oh, song yeah, is good so tune. good. It, it's uh, the Killing Moon, right? Which is, of, of course, obviously perfect for Moon Knight. But you do mm-hmm. start out with him getting up, and you see, like, that's everybody's, you know, morning. The alarm goes off. Oh, crap. Oh, God. He gets up. But he goes off to his therapist. And this is cool. I mean, this whole thing in yeah, this, this issue. I think this sets the theme. It does. That uh, Jed McKay wants us to think about as as we watch Moon Knight doing his thing. Yes. And, and the thing is, this is the theme that he's really getting, really pushing in this issue. The idea of who somebody is when they're not the big thing. You know, when you're right. not Moon Knight. Who's Mark Spector? Even to the point where you get the villains thrown in here, where they're going to try to make it. Oh, I'm, we're going to make it so he's nothing. Everything with Mark Spector being nothing. And by the end, you see that he realizes and it seems like Tiger ends up kind of inspiring him a little as well. And you see in, in the art that Moon Knight is always drawn in just black and white. He's, he, he's covered head to toe. He's got a mask. He's got gloves. You don't see any other colors, you see a white vest, a white tie, a white jacket. He looks, it, it almost reminds me like in Death Note where you, he looks like he's not part of the same book, sort of, not part of the same world. Because even the shadows are a different shadow. Then you, you have him when it when things hit him, it's more of a scratchy, pencil deal. When some mm-hmm. of the other art is a little more cartoony and bright, and you're right, it's almost like, the light gets drawn into him away, all that stuff like Death Note. You're right. And that, that's another little plug there, me and you doing the Death Note uh, read-through podcast. So you should check that Join out on our manga thing as well. So you end up with all of this stuff going and you do see, you know, the villain of the issue tied into the overall villain who's still the mystery man, even when Rampage. Now, did you know this Stuart Clark character, Rampage? I, I looked it up. Actually, I thought it was somebody else. And then when I saw who it is, this Rampage who ended up, you know, dealing with Jigsaw, trying to beat Jigsaw, and then get mm-hmm. killed by Jigsaw. I did not know him off the deal. But once yeah, I looked either. it up. I had a, yeah, so, uh, so I guess he lost. You can see his fingers are robotic. And he lost those because they were blown off by a character called Diamondell, a.k.a. Lady Punisher. Sounds very 90s. Yes. And his face is all messed up because that was from uh, having a fight with the re- the actual Punisher, regular Punisher. And he was they said he was killed by Jigsaw, and then he showed up again, and nobody really ever explained how he came back. Yeah. And, and, okay. And you know what's funny about it, too, is the way that this is pushed with the mystery man in the shadows who, we, who we've been seeing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can see he's kind of conversing with this guy. He's kind of getting instructions from him. And he doesn't even know who this mystery guy is. He has no idea. Now, I will tell you that I had to read this conversation twice because I thought the progression back and forth was a little off. And I was confused at one point, but that's just me. But with that, also, it's, okay, this guy, he comes back. Like, who? he's almost like a nobody trying to be something more. And every, like you said, he came back and nobody mm-hmm. even noticed. So now he's doing right. the tech thing and all. And I like, you know, all of that kind of going with that idea of Mark. And even when he's talking about it to the, therapist before he has to mention you know i'm not talking about my disassociative disorder i'm more talking about the idea of you know me the man mark i feel like i'm nothing she asked why do you wear the mask all the time he mentioned in a previous uh, issue that he thinks he might be his own worst enemy yeah yeah so you have a lot of stuff going on and basically you know this rampage has the tech to figure out and got info from the mystery man who knows a little more about Mark mm-hmm. and his dealings and where the money's hidden and stuff. I have, I have a theory about that. I'll put hang on to that for okay. now. And you end up having them take all the money. They, well, this guy can. He's like, I'm he, in control of the, all the money. He has the technology to take his money. Now, did you see on the, the previous page where you see Shadow Guy with his feet up on the desk? He's got a poster in the I background know. of Moon Knight. Yeah. You know what screwed me? I thought that was a window. At first, when I went in, I'm like, ooh, Moon Knight's oh, going to be right. there. And then I'm like. Like lurking like that bullseye in the in the Daredevil book. Like, he's going to come in, burst in. It's it's a, it's poster. a, it's a poster. Like He's the fan. Fanboy. Is that part of your theory as well? Yeah, it could be. Okay, could be. okay. So you end up where, you know, hey, Rampage is going to go off. He's going to make Moon Knight do some things with this. Hey, if you don't do it, I'm going to take all your money and start Which, pressing you know, buttons. that's very current batman yeah it is it's very much so which i mean moon knight has often been talked about as you know he's kind of like marvel's batman and you know now with that said right 
right now, it does seem like, and whether or not this would get people mad or whatever, it does seem Uh-oh. like Marvel right now has a DC Comics fetish going on. You have that Heroes Ooh. Reborn. Oh, my God, it's it's the Squadron Supreme mm-hmm. that's actually the Just League coming up with Jason Aaron. We have that dark, it looks like metal. And I even said in our Patreon this week that I see a connection of the Ben Riley Spider-Man almost being the Jim Gordon Bat Bunny suit Batman as well. And if you're going to try to grab some things from Batman, you don't want to grab that. It was not well accepted. But I see all these. It's weird. Like you said, the money going is it just accentuates the idea that I mean, Moon Knight's kind of a, a Batman character. It's very odd, but then doesn't care. That, that's kind of the thing. Well, Tigress shows up while this is, you know, all going down. And it's nice. I mean, they have a nice deal. It seems like this would pick up the mood for Mark. He seems very depressed and, and sour. <laughs> and so that gives you something there. Tiger bursts in and gives him a big hug. And he's wearing a mask, but you can still see his facial expression is just so confused and does not know how to react. I think that's a brilliant panel to make that emotion come across in a, in a person with it's true. really no face. And it's funny, too, does that. And then either... You go with that, and he's like, oh, oh, we're hugging now. Or he's doing the Keanu Reeves awesome hug where you don't actually touch people, so you can't be canceled. So either or, it works for me. <laughs> but you, you see in this scene, he has his sleeves rolled up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time in this issue where we actually see some other than black and white on yeah, Moon Knight. You yeah. kind of see the man below the costume. And mm. I'll, even, I'll even go a little a further. Fancy there. When she shows up. Uh-huh. He starts glowing. I mean, he, he really is. Get, I'm like, yeah, okay. He seems yeah, like, see and almost like the idea of this picks up his spirits. It really does. She tries to take his mask <laughs> off, and he's like, "What the heck are you doing?" Not having that. I thought that yeah. was a weird play, but hey, let me see them papers. I'm Peek-a-boo. like, oh my goodness. And uh, I haven't looked back at the art and the uh, the West Coast Adventure together. I guess he didn't have a, a full mask. Yeah, in that. yeah, yeah. So she wants to see his. The funny thing is, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, you know, there could be enemies around. There's only Reese. I, most Reese would be like, really? Like, you know, like, <laughs> like you're, you're super stupid. Yeah, really? Like, okay. Yes. So, and I like this, though, because you were having that, you know, I liked the, the Reese and Moon Knight kind of, you know, young girl and an older guy and that back and forth. But this really picks it up. This really gives the book like some oomph. They have, they now have somebody to bounce those uh, lines off of and not just the blank Moon Knight. And so you also like Reese, yeah, vampire, but whatever. She's there doing the, the tech stuff and whatever, but it is nice to have somebody out and about with Moon Knight so they can have that dialogue back and forth and not just have that brooding, you know, in Batman, even Batman, you know, sitting over the mm-hmm. city, stuff like that. And uh, I did like that. And I, th- right then you go right to the idea that you know, we're going to get the money taken away. Rampage calls up and says, hey, you know, I'm I'm right. in get your books. I'm all doing this. If you don't do what I want you to do, I'm going to, you know, take some money just to make sure you know I'm serious. There goes a million dollars gone. I'm like, why can't that go to my bank account? Seriously. <laughs> and uh, then again. And so Moon Knight's playing along, but he's also letting Tigra and uh, Vampire Assistant Lady know that what's going on. And it's so on, it's on speakerphone. Which I would hope that maybe Rampage would realize that, but he doesn't. And maybe he doesn't yeah. care, right? Now, the big mm-hmm. play here. Now, is, this is where the issue goes into fast forward. It does, because I was confused what happened in the next panel. I had no idea what was going on. And I, I thought something else was going on, and I had to go back. I thought that Dr. Batter, Bader was showing up to be one of these Moon Knights, because it, it looks like he's in two places at once. Like, oh, they got the other Moonlight. Moon Knight, but I don't think that happened. No, and what else I thought was that you have the speakerphone i thought he just put the phone down and was going off to find this guy but it is the progression of i'm gonna tell you what to do and you're gonna do it right or else i'm gonna take the rest of your money so all of a sudden there he is he's already going you don't see the progression of him going out the window he's just flying through the city there but nope we we cut to he's out there and he's heading off to to do the bad guys and it 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 confused me, but before that, you do have one little thing going on where it's mentioned. It's kind of a little force mention, but it's mentioned that, hey, I'm here in my new office. Rampage is saying this to Mr. Mystery Guy, and oh, it's mm-hmm. the noisiest neighborhood in Brooklyn. There's right. all he of hates these, the ethnic Oh, festivals. my God, he hates the ethnic festivals. That's how we know he's a bad guy. Yeah, really, it's bad. Uh, but it's also a way to pinpoint him, which they use, and I'm like, right. All right, that's kind of clever, I guess. And the guy, it's right. funny though that the guy's like, Oh my god, these things never stop. I swear to god, it's like 2 a.m. at that point. I, I don't know, but you end up where 
there pinpointing him. And the thing is, Moon Knight has to go and fight or end or kill Jigsaw. And even then, when you break into right, which that. As a, as a thing to make Moon Knight do, I mean, it's not telling him to go and steal money or to kill the prime minister. It's, it's telling the superhero to go beat up a bad guy and his goons. I was like, Moon Knight said, well, thanks for letting me know where Jigsaw was. I was going to beat him yeah, up anyway. Yeah, really. I, I mean, Jigsaw will go down, and it's that can- – As blackmail goes, it's it's not very good blackmail. I Why – and I didn't understand why uh, Clark chose this. I, I, I mean, I guess he wants revenge on Jigsaw for killing him or almost Isn't killing him. Isn't that weird? But- like, like, that's it. He ends up, and then that is a weird deal for the mystery man who seemingly is setting up things – doesn't seem to be involved really like it it almost makes it like hey rampage you got that tech what are you gonna do oh yeah i'm gonna screw with moon knight see you later do whatever you want because this doesn't seem like this would be the have you tried your sweat yeah maybe the sweat will work yeah really i mean because he just shows up and i'm like oh he's just sending him to take care of almost like hey i'm here from clark he wanted you to know it was him i'm gonna attack you but what is (laughs) jigsaw even goes what that guy thought he was dead but you still end up, if anything, you're just going to be mad at Moon Knight beating you up and killing your guys. It felt weird. This felt like a really weird progression of things oh, to yeah. do. Yeah, and then the, he's beat up all the goons, and now he's going to have the, the boss fight with Jigsaw. And then you just turn the page, and, and we're at a whole different scene. We're at the street fair, the ethnic street fair. Doesn't Can't tell exactly what ethnicity is, but I, I'm sure they have good food. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I mean, look at it. I'd love it. And yeah, with that, then. And then we see we're in uh, Clark's office, and he's mad because I guess he can't call Moon Knight now. Yeah. The call can't be completed. And then Moon Knight is there. Yeah, he's there. It's the. So how did we get from the last page to this I page? I mean, I guess that Reese calls him up, says, hey, I pinpointed this, which will get retroactively, but. There are like three moments in this issue that the transition confused the heck out of me, and I didn't quite know what we were getting at or doing. And And this is where I thought maybe either this guy with Clark or the last guy with Jigsaw, maybe that was the other fist of Khonshu. And I I worked that theory real hard. I went back and forth trying to make it work, and I I can't make it work. No, because then then he's just there. And oh my God, how did you... Find me. I'm going to make all your money disappear with the press of the button. Beep, beep, beep. And that's where you get this big deal. And even the repeat where he's like, your money's disappearing. You came here. Oh, I'm going to take you down. And he's, and then Mark says, Moon Knight says, I'm a priest. I serve only my people, those who petition for my help. Oh, my God, you're going to have nothing. I'm a priest. He, he just like money means mm-hmm. nothing to me. A priest with money is a bad priest. I'm a priest. Do you get it? I'm a priest. And then it's over. I mean, even then, it's like, well, what happened? What happened to Jigsaw? I don't know. What happened Is to Jigsaw? Rampage? <laughs> Did he kill him? Did he arrest him? I don't know. I don't know. And it's like these. this really felt like it should have been like 10 more pages or something. It's, certainly, it's certainly not decompressed. Yeah. No, no. This is the opposite of decompressed storytelling. Which is good. In a, oh, I, you know, I don't in a way. mind that. I mean, other. I mean, how many issues would uh, Brian Michael Bendis have gotten out of this? Seriously, this would have been, yeah. seriously, the idea of that guy standing there with all those screens and the money, we would have. Oh my God, where's this? You'd have the bouncing back and forth, the little dialogue. It would have taken us a whole six issues, but but then we get the wrap. I mean, this is oh, this is like the mirror image of his conversation with the therapist, except now he's talking to his friend Tiger. Yeah, and I like that he's able to open up to her. As well, this is somebody you can trust. I like this. I mean, my score at the end is not going to have, well, it will have something to do with the awful transitions and things like that. But in this so far, and this is my biggest complaint for this book, and again, I'm not liking it as much as you. I don't mind, and I'm getting used to the one-shot factor of it, but by the end, the stuff that happens in the actual, say, action scenes or the big is not what I'm interested in. And this one especially, because at the end, I don't even know what's going on. I'm waiting for Reese to come in and say, hey, my my check bounce, where's the money? I mean, well, what's going on here? But I do like this deal with him and Tigra, but it is kind of the shadowing of, you know, the mirror image of what he said to his therapist about the idea that, you know, he's nothing and he's worried and, you know, the whole deal of what he did and he feels bad for all the bad choices he has made, including, you know, the age of Conchu and stuff like that, that he turned on his friends and says, most of my friends are either dead or hate me. That's a sad thing. But to have Tigra there is nice. 
And then it's nice. He does a Batman move. He takes off the, the mask to, to right. show it, it. It's really symmetrical. We started off talking about why he likes to keep the mask on. And now that he's talking to his friend, he said, you want to know the real reason I wear the mask? And he takes the mask off, says, it's so I don't have to look myself in the face. And this is the first time we've seen Moon Knight's face in the series, I'm pretty sure. And he is he is messed yeah, up. Yeah, he's messed up. He's been beat up. He's got black eyes and bandages and scars and Just, bloody Justin lips. Justin Bieber haircut. He looks right? so different than that always in control, black and white, stoic face with the mask on. It's, it's a real nice And he contrast. says he doesn't want to look himself in the face. That's, that's yeah. pretty cool. That's a pretty good idea. But now with that, I think that. In this with the money, like whatever it is and seeing Tiger and talking about it. Now he's, you know, going to start working on things. And that's part of what this whole book is. And yeah, Tiger just gives him a hug and says that's a lot to work with. And she says, and this is where people were excited. I'm going to hang. I'm going to hang with you. I'm going to do this. And then they have the mention just so people at some convention well, if Tiger's there, what happened to her kid? With the, you know, the, oh, he's up. <laughs> That's another thing I had to Google. I like, I don't know anything about her kid, the cat. People. And with that, okay. maybe that'll come. You know, you'll get that word. Oh my God, the field trip I, went bad. Let's go. And, I don't think so. I I think this panel is just to push that away. I think so because too. I don't think I want Moon Knight messing around with interdimensional. You don't want cat the cat people. people. I don't right? want that. You don't no, want that. Think so. Natasha Kinski shows up, and there uh, you end up with all this. Uh, where it it is funny because we talked about the Daredevil stuff being worse, and I think you're right. And the idea that it's even mentioned, you didn't have to mention it. You really didn't, but it's there like to force Just one it there. panel. Just, hey, everybody, don't worry about That's the That's all it is. Don't worry about That's the all it is. Off there, like she says, that she'll just let the field trip people work with him there. And she, mm-hmm. you know, they signed a permission slip, so off they go. And yeah, so we'll sit there. And, and they even say that there's that weird. Not weird, but that not quite fancy, but the idea, hey, you know, the the day starts at midnight and here we go. And we have a lot of time to talk. It was nice enough, though. Mm-hmm. And then it ends. Yeah. So uh, with that, um, the, the transitions were, were off at points and that really threw me. But overall, in I talking enjoyed this about more it, when I thought about it as an old fashioned 1980s kind okay. of a comic book. And I'm telling you, me and you talking about it. And kind of making heads or tails of it has actually improved my score a bit as well. But I'm still going to be at an 8 out of 10. Uh, what would you give it? Oh, that's exactly where I am. I An 8. I, I thought that I really liked the characters. I, I love the art, the look of Moon Knight. And, and I thought that the actual story plot of this issue was a little, you know, a little higgledy-piggledy. little didn't make a, a ton of sense, but... It got done what it needed to get done, and it was one yeah, one good yeah, issue. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And the idea of, you know, Rampage, okay, that's one thing. But the idea that this guy in the shadows is able to find out more, knows more, goes mm-hmm. with that, that's the real threat. And we're going to see right. that continue. Now, we've, we've heard Mark say that he thinks he might be his own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And we see this guy in the shadows wearing a suit with a Moon Knight poster. Mm-hmm. Is this, and we haven't seen the multiple personalities so far in this run so is that what we're going with is it going to be personality versus you think personality? it's like a roger from american dead that's coming in and he's got it could be that actually would be a good call and that would be a crazy call about this because the idea that you're not seeing this other personality do a ton like if i ended up saying to you well it can't be because that guy's doing so much while we already see mark doing it no it's almost like I'm going to set this up to screw myself, hang up, and then go off. Like we said, with the idea that Rampage was kind of left to his own devices, where this other thing it might be, he might be on to something that'll be his dark side of that. And as the, uh, and, and may even be tied into the, you know, the therapist. And as they start to unlock things, he may even fight back against it. You know, that defense system up there would be pretty cool call like you said this guy is in a you know a suit doing some things so yeah so that's your call Maybe that that's, the that's my Love. that'd be that's pretty my cool guess. that would make sense for everything that is going on in this and what's really being stressed so that'd be an awesome call at the end that he finds out where all of a sudden we see this guy who and and again also revealing the face here so that maybe when we do see the face, then we're like, okay, that that's him. That's mm-hmm. Mark. And that's a pretty cool call out. But yeah, I think it's a solid eight. 
Like I said, I like the addition of Tiger a lot. I think that that will end up lightening up the book in a good way and letting Jed McKay, because it's funny because at points, Jed McKay is a, a writer that has a lot of humor and fun in his books. And sometimes he's gotten away from that recently. And I, I think that it's coming back here that I do like that. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks for joining me, Jason. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I ended up, you improved my score. So you have <laughs> done your deal. You're welcome, Jed McKay. I've done you a favor. Thanks. Uh, for a day. And I'm sure Jed McKay is listening right now. <laughs> and he has a smile on his. You never know. You never know who is listening. But thanks, everybody, for who is listening, sans Jed McKay. But also go to our Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where we have a lot of comic book stuff with a lot of hosts, including, as Jason mentioned, me and him have a Death Note podcast that goes through each chapter as a little light conversation as we call it yes yes it is it is like conversation and if you end up you know a lot of people it's weird i hear all these people loving manga and anime but yet nobody will ever admit it to me i talk to people (laughs) they're like what i don't want who knows what's going on if you're curious about manga i think death notes a great one to start with it is it's it's really good it doesn't go into some of the cutesy tropey things that kind of threw me off a little bit when I was reading them in the manga. It's, it's a, just kind of a, a supernatural, not quite a mystery, but like a head-to-head cerebral kind of a fun. Oh, yeah. I agree. And if you like Moon Knight and kind of, you know, not that they're an equal deal or whatever, but it has that kind of vibe and stuff to it, so you should check it out. I know that people, I don't know how to read it. And you get used to it. This, this is fine. The only thing I kind of get confused, if once in a while I'll see a, a Western comic that's in black and white, then my brain goes, wait, what's going on? But other than that, I'm fine. It's weird, too, because we read both Western and manga, but I never, once I'm in that mode for the manga, when I go to read, I have no issues, and then I could read a regular thing. Mm-hmm. But like you said, if they kind of mix and match, and even there's a couple manga out there that read the regular Western mm-hmm. way, and then I'm done. I have the <laughs> worst problem with that. Luke, as well, has a lot of problems with that. But thanks, everybody for listening as i said thank you for joining me jason and we will talk to you later